Hi there. Welcome to Nerd Like Me, the podcast for nerds like you. By nerds like us. Mm. Get your wedgie out of your butt. Mm. Push your glasses up your nose. It's time for Nerd Like Me. Clean that pocket protector. <laughs> I'm Michael Ostrom. I'm Vinny Doremus. On today's exciting episode of Nerd Like Me, exciting. we're going to take one franchise that's been remade that we love so much, Battlestar Galactica. Mm. But first... FYI Corner. Oh, that's a new thing. When did we write that beautiful song? The NASA Messenger, as of April 30th, crashed into the Mercury surface. What a tragedy! After a four year mission. What a waste of taxpayers' money. It crashed? But it did orbit the planet 4,100 times, sending back marvelous photos. And it was launched from Cape Canaveral in 2004, and we. Salute you, Messenger, for your fine service to this planet, for our society. Yeah. It, it took some great pictures. It did a bunch of flybys. Mm-hmm. It crashed intentionally. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to. It wasn't yeah. like, and was oh, it the first, God, what happened? First craft to, to orbit Mercury? Yeah. And... You know, that was kind of... That's really cool news, but in a way, it was kind of sad the way that it was barely news. I mean, in the 60s, know, right? anything we did know, in right? space was huge, and now it's like so many things. It's and, like, hey, we did this. Hey. And do you know they extended it by using helium as the fuel, which oh, cool. wasn't intended to be used? Did that they mean it got a high, funny voice? That's like, what I was hey, thinking. Yeah. I was thinking, crash, like, hey, turn me hey, hey, guys, check hey, out these cool pictures. I'm, I'm dying with this I'm adorable voice. <laughs> yeah, like Mr. Bill. <laughs> if uh, you guys are too keep young these scientific that. tidbits coming, because yeah. I like science fiction, but I really like science yeah. fact. That's was FYI corner, and that was an episode of FYI corner. Yep. All right, okay. back to Ga- Battlestar now we're, Galactica. Now we're, now we're going to talk Battlestar about Galactica talking about. was a fantastic television series mm-hmm. on ABC Television in the seventies, uh, produced by <laughs> Glenn A. Larson, uh, and starred um, starred Lauren Green as Commander Adama, mm-hmm. Richard Hatch as Apollo, uh, Dirk, Dirk Benedict, Benedict as Starbuck. Jane Seymour was on the first uh, four or five episodes. Some kid played Boxy. Some either man or chimpanzee played a dog, <laughs> robot dog. Yeah, I think it was a it was a chimp, and then maybe it was a midget. I, I, I keep wondering, do I want it to be a chimp? Do I want it to be a, a little person because I, I have pity for either of them that had yeah, to be in that, that was, stupid outfit. That thing was like yeah. ridiculous. Well, okay, clearly the show was greenlit because um, Star Wars was amazingly successful. It was right on the heels of Star Wars. Right on the, right, 1978. It, it only was made because of Star Wars. It used the same special effects people. John Dykstra was a producer on the show. He worked on Star the Wars. The most expensive show at that time. And what I was surprised as I did research for today's podcast, the entire only season of the original series, there was only one season. It's on Netflix. I, why do I... Feel like I watched it for years. Me too. Well, we were children. Or maybe I just kept watching it over and over. Yeah, maybe yeah. That's what it was. Oh man, it was on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. and I remember I said before in the podcast the premiere was a big event for me. I forced my family. I commandeered the television, and then the Camp David peace accords were signed oh, uh, yes. between Egypt, Israel. Jimmy Carter brokered them, and they delayed the broadcast for an hour, but picked up where they left off. So I remember fighting for bedtime. <laughs> like, you can't make me go to bed. They're gonna they're gonna pick up where they left off. And Who they cares about me. peace accords? Yeah. Who cares about real history? Is Adama gonna make it to Earth? Yeah. So the plot is about uh, in the this other world, there's 12 colonies. Uh, there's these ancient villains called the Cylons. Uh, who are, well, there's the 13th. Oh, the, yes, there's right, the 12th. Right, right. And they're attacked in a sneak attack on the day of their peace treaty. Ooh, I never mm, thought about that. Mm. And so a ragtag fleet of human survivors goes in search of their lost mythical 13th tribe and 13th planet Earth. And that's the premise of the show. Yeah. Even to this day, I find that 
like fascinating. I mean, there, there was a, there's some quote by Brandon Keyes from the Indigo Pleiadian Child, now Indigo Pleiadian Adult of Planet Earth. Spell it. No, don't. Which part? Basically, it's just a little thing that says, uh, there are those who believe that life here began out there, far across the universe, with tribes of humans who may have been the forefathers of the Egyptians, or the Toltecs, or the Mayans, that they may have been the architects of the Great Pyramids, or the lost civilizations of Lemuria or Atlantis. Some believe that there may yet be brothers of man who even now fight to survive somewhere beyond the heavens. And then it goes, the theatrical version of the pilot ends with this phrase, far, far away. I like that whole thing that, oh, there's like humans before humans. That it's our prehistory. Yeah, like pre-prehistory. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I love, well, here's a couple of things. Glenn A. Larson, I've recently learned, he's of the Mormon faith. Oh, and I, I didn't know that. In the Mormon faith, apparently, there's a planet called Kolob. And in Battlestar Galactica, there's a planet called Kobol. Kobol. So uh, Commander Adam is a bit of a Brigham Young figure. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to go into that. I don't want to mess with that. It's yeah, none of my beeswax. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. my own beliefs, which are n- not many. Um, but mm. anyway, that's, that's interesting. But mm. <laughs> I like how when the, finally on the original series, when they go to Egypt, I was just watching this on Netflix, oh, yeah. <laughs> that as a kid, I was like, wow, they filmed in Egypt. Those are the real favorites. <laughs> you look at it now, I was like, wow, they went to Egypt and hired three locals to wear the costumes they yeah. shipped. And they hired an Egyptian film crew. It was crew a long shot. <laughs> it, was totally, it was a long shot. But it's not only that. It's like on SCTV, Edith Prickley's double is a man, you know? <laughs> It's it's not Lauren oh, Green. It's a very right. spry young actor in a white wig that looks like a bathing cap. <laughs> and and wearing that pajama uniform. Yeah, I don't know why. I like the uniforms in the original series. I don't like the command uniforms. They looked like pajamas. Yeah, they're kind of velvet. And all the old people wore them, so I felt right, like I was in a kind right. of a lesson home when I was watching that. Now, I wanted to wear... The fighter pilot. Yeah, those are cool. Those are the yeah, those are decent. I, I wanted one I of those might jackets. Still wear one of those. I almost bought one of those jackets recently uh, from the new series. So the show was a big hit in the seventies, mm. and it had this premise. It only lasted one season, and then they tried to bring it back a year later with a sequel series called Galactica nineteen eighty <laughs> that didn't have all the re- real original stars in it. Like Hatch and Dirk Benedict didn't come back, and and Apollo Adama had a, came back. Adama. Had, Lauren Green had a beard all of a sudden. That's how we knew time had gone yeah. by. And, he and they arrive at Earth, and they've got children mm. that were uh, born on the way that have special uh, magical powers. They're like the bad uh, news bears, but they can make things fly. Although they did explain it that, oh, we've been in gravity, zero gravity yeah. for so long, and now we're stronger well, How come they don't else? have giant heads and eyeballs? That, you know, instead they get super... Well, well they then they look like regular aliens. Adam Rich haircuts. <laughs> they have motorcycles that fly and all that stuff. I, I mean, they tried. Yeah, that was in the... Was in the when they got to Earth. So then, of course, uh, we'll oh. go back to that. Because we did a compare and contrast recently. We compared two episodes that were very similar to each other from two different series. Because then, in the 2000s, they came out with the incredible, amazing, which I think, reimagining of Battlestar Galactica on the Sci-Fi mm. Network, which lasted for four seasons and was much more serious, much was, more realistic. That was insane. Had like a 9-11 sort of uh, yeah, tie-in to it. it. That was nuts. Watching that series in the uh, direct aftermath of 9-11 was uh, hard and uh, sad and cathartic, I think, in a lot Especially of ways. Especially episode three, yeah. which was entitled 33, where they were being attacked 
every 33 minutes yeah. by the Cylons, no matter how many jumps they made. It really terrific writing on that show. You know, because my wife watched it, and she's not a big Cylon. She's not a Cylon fan at all, and she got sucked into mind. that show. The tension, the way they kept the tension ratcheted up, especially in that first series. They were on the run. In the original series, they were on the run, but they had time for, like, space disco scene, and, you know, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, and Dirk Benedict joking. Yeah. Well, well, like, well for example, like, compare and contrast. <laughs> There's one episode of the new series I hadn't seen, and it's when Starbuck, who's a woman in the new series, Kara Thrace, played by Katie Sackhoff, crash lands on a planet and finds a Cylon. Now, in the original series, I realized it wasn't even in the original series. It was the last gasp of Galactica 1980. They bought, they brought Benedict back as a guest star <laughs> and did a flashback scene to the original series. <laughs> oh, man. He crash lands on a planet, Ugh. and we watched this together the other yeah. night. Ugh. And apparently it's the wisecrack planet, because yeah. the dialogue <laughs> is nothing but like... Well, jokes. And it was, I think it was his workout planet as a comedian. Yeah. You know, it gave him the opportunity, like, I'm, I'm going to work out my routines here. You so know? He's, hey. he's crashed at like Vasquez Rocks or someplace like that. And uh, there's a really Which is poor, in California, yeah, by poor, the way. Where they film every sci fi yeah. thing. Kirk <laughs> fight the Goron or whatever it's called. Yeah, there. the Gorn. Uh, Gorn. There's a Cylon Raider set that kind of looks like the Cylon Raider set. <laughs> but it looks, looks like, like a, a bunch high of, school built in. It looks like AC venting. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, corrugated steel, yeah, yeah. just just pieces and of you know, three dudes, so just... three dudes in Cylon outfits and broken office chairs <laughs> just sitting there. But then for some reason, Starbucks <laughs> decides to turn one of them on, and they become like buddies. And immediately, he calls him Psy. He calls him Psy, and immediately the Cylon has like sensitive feelings, and like <sighs> they keep they keep walking out, and having arguments, and walking them. out. He uh, was joking. Yeah, the, the, he built a shelter for himself out yeah. of the parts from the ship. Yeah. Then in the reimagined series, Katie Sackhoff as Kara Thrace, Starbuck. Was crash- not as funny. Not as funny. <laughs> she crash lands on the planet. This is great realism. She's being she's unconscious, being dragged by her parachute like oh, a man, real so jet cool. fighter pilot might. Kind of breaks her knee. And she's running out of oxygen. There's no time for wisecracks, let alone lighting a cigar. <laughs> wisecracks. <laughs> and she finds this down Cylon fighter and... The cool thing is, it's not a fighter filled with pilots. The fighter itself is a half organic, half mechanical creature being, and she gets inside it. Right as she's running out of oxygen, starts cutting it apart with a knife. So she has like maliciousness towards this thing. She hates yeah. it as her enemy, but she needs it to survive. She <laughs> sticks a bloody breathing tube in her mouth and puts yeah. her foot on its hip bones and gets it to fly and all this stuff. And then she'd put Starbuck under the right. Well, wing. then then she gets back to the fleet and she's about to be shot down by her good buddy and sometime lover, I think, if I recall. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she does some fancy flying, and she's taped Starbuck under. Spoiler alert, yeah. by the way. Um, <laughs> too I late. Mean, where, I don't know where she got the tape. But interesting. Well, interesting things, though. That episode in the new series has a strong B story. Where in the original series, Lauren Green's Adama gives up on Starbuck immediately. We can't go back. Goodbye, Starbuck. I love you. Has a really pretty schmaltzy, poorly written <laughs> scene of like, goodbye, Starbuck. I love you. In the new uh, series, both Adamas in both so series bad. had lost a son in the pilot uh, episode and are still recovering from that, which is both series had that storyline. In the new series, what's his name? Edward James Almos playing Adama. He's like, we're not leaving till we get that pilot back. Right. To the detriment of the safety of the fleet. Which, which was, is a total different yeah. departure. And you shouldn't have done that. You know, he, he shouldn't have done his that. His commander, Ty, his no. left-hand man. God, God damn it, Bill. Yeah. God damn it, Bill. I haven't lost I my love, eyeball yet. I love Colonel Ty. But I'm going to rat you out to President Roslyn, Bill. Um, That's Felkegarb. That's Felkegarb. Oh, yeah. The word, which the curse is, word frack made it into the new series, which yeah. is cool. The curse word Felkegarb from the old series. Was the TV series. Oh, that's how you know we're different. Uh, We've got funny curse words. Felkegarb. Felkegarb. Use that in class, kids. 
So you'll get away with it. Old Galactic is a lot of fun, but is definitely kitsch. Yeah, and they were competing with Star Wars, and they're probably fighting their network and stuff. There is some darkness to Which it. Which they were, they were fighting. Their what I didn't care for about the new Galactica, I do think both series kind of went off the rails. Galactica 1980 oh, is ridiculous. No question. As much as I love the revamp, towards the end there were one too many scenes of Gala- of uh, Edward James brushing his teeth and freaking out in his quarters. <laughs> um, yeah. That was like every... He wouldn't leave his quarters. Yeah, was the there's a lot of scenery chewing, and the scenery was apparently steel, so that must And be. Dirk Benedict was chewing the steel of that Cylon ship on the yeah. planet because... Richard uh, Hatch is in both series. There's rumor that Brian Singer is was developing a sequel feature film to the original series just to confuse things. Talk to me about this. You and I disagreed about this, and you have a very interesting theory, a meta theory about mm, how the two, it, exactly how the two say, series yes. relate, which I call Felkagarb on. Yeah, right, right. But explain that to me again. Well, the thing is the reboot ended with the theory... Spoiler alert. That, that, yeah, sorry, people. It ended with the theory that... This has happened before. We're mm-hmm. in a causality loop. Mm-hmm. Humanity's in a causality loop. Oh, we we populated the planet ourselves and what? You know, kind of thing. So I thought that there was a tie together, or could be. I can see where there wouldn't be. I, I'm going to give you that. But the fact that Starbuck, the original Starbuck, mm-hmm. Dirk Benedict, had made an impact on this one Cylon's life. And let's say that the Cylons came to retrieve their, well, dead or dis- dysfunctional or dis- defunct yeah. soldiers. They put this guy back into the hive, which kind of harkens to a Borg kind of collective. Yeah. Well, they have that definitely in the new series. Yeah, right? and then, exactly. And this one Cylon has this experience with a human that he called a friend. Now, he goes back, infects the hive, which could lead to a lot of things. Maybe the the consciousness of the Cylon, it helps it become more human or to become... Because in the reboot, the Cylons are definitely right. human. There's no Well, there's I no still... Question. I think it's... I, I respect your theory, and it definitely gave me pause for thought. They, they do call the second series a reimagining. Ronald <clears throat> yeah, Moore says it's, it's a reimagining. But to confuse the issue, there's a really cool element in the pilot of the reimagined series where the Galactic is decommissioned, the peace accords are coming, and Adama is there to dedicate it as a museum. So one of the hangar bays is filled with stuff from their old Cylon War, yeah. but as a nod to the fans, the stuff on display is from the original TV series. Exactly. Which led a lot of people to be like, is this a sequel? Is this a reboot? That what is was, it? But yeah, like, how many times can the 12 colonies be destroyed? Only once. But that whole thing of like return, I mean, what's it called? Uh, I think return. it's a Nietzschean theory about like everything's happened before. Yeah. Maybe it's Jung. I don't know. I'm, I'm dropping names of people I read about Jung. in college to sound smart. Jung. So don't call me on it. Dr. Jung. Don't send me a letter about Dr. Jung and Nietzsche. But you did tickle my, my brain there a little bit. I was See? thinking, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's, if, if it were, I mean, I can say, of course, obviously, the bigger argument is, of course, it's not the same thing. If, but, I, if you had to but, choose, yeah. But, but I think that would be cool if they did that. If you if had to choose um, Blaster to the Head, original series or reimagined series, which one would you prefer? Probably, uh, I guess I got to go with the... Uh, Reboot. I got to go with the reboot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much prettier to look mm-hmm. at. Yeah, and, and, and everything's and fleshed sh- out. The Cylons cool. are different. The ships actually fly. I mean, it's, space flight sounds like space flight. It's the Empire which Strikes is Back. Silence. 
to the Battlestar Galactica Star yeah, Wars. Exactly. Yeah, the combat physics are amazing. Yeah, and, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Although it's kind of it. cool. Like, seeing, revisiting the old series, I see how many things they did take from the original series. It's a, it's a real much. The like, the hotshot uh, Viper pilots are always doing the reverse thruster move and, <laughs> and flipping their ships around and pulling, like, pulling a... Well, remember in the one we just watched where uh, Starbuck did that, even with a faulty engine, he did yeah. the reverse move, and then the Cylon was like, that was unexpected... Yeah, that yeah. one shows initiative. Oh, uh, I will be his friend yeah. when he reassembles me <laughs> on, on the planet by your command. Um, that was a, uh, the Cylons were so cool. Back even then. as a child, though, the original series was unforgivable for the shoddy recycling of effect shots. Like, there was actually a line in an episode I just watched where they said, as long as we stay in a straight line, we'll be okay. And they cut to one of the four combat shots they have of two vipers banking to the left like well they were supposed to stay in a straight line they're in the void in this one episode trying to find their way through this darkness and like you just turned and the shot it's like the same Cylon raider shot yeah which by the way i built that model did you yeah and um i forget who was the who built the kit i don't know if it was amt or it couldn't have been amt their model kits are way too detailed wow but it was some maybe it was ravel but it was basically four pieces and the gray was so dark. It was molded in such a dark gray. <sighs> I couldn't distress the ship around blaster points Ugh. and exhaust. Ugh. I couldn't. It was really frustrating. Wow. Did you tell your girlfriend all about it? Oh, no. Of course no, I'm not. not. Yeah, I, you didn't have please, one. Don't listen. Don't listen. <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen. <laughs> oh, the trials you had. Mm. A four-part model. A, a baby could make it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. a snap tight. Well, I would have to choose the second one. I don't think we need a third one. I never watched Caprica. I'm sorry, I bailed. I'd, I, you know, I should have watched it. It's like making a show about the Battlestar Galactica Hotel, as far as I could tell. I mean, yeah. What was the point of that? Yeah, I think I tried to watch... A Blood and Chrome? Uh, I didn't see that either. What's Blood and Chrome? Blood and Chrome is another series. Oh, they didn't develop it completely, but it's a Adama as a youngster kind of show. I think it was on the internet. Wait, the new Adama? Yeah, yeah. It was well, because the Razor War. was... The, oh, is that it? Yeah, right. That's the one I have. Write your letters, nerds, because I yeah. just screwed no, up. That I, one, I don't no, remember. No, that one... You I, watched I only, that? I only, well, I was a little disappointed by the by the new Galactica ending, I got to say. Like, a lot like oh, Lost. Well, yeah. Like, I, oh, I love shows like Lost, Breaking Bad. Uh, I'd never watch The Sopranos. I will someday. But, like, the way people are always ticked off by the finale. Mm. I think it's more that I'm just sorry it's over because I loved it so much. Yeah. You couldn't have written anything that would have satisfied me. Well... They could have saved the fleet. I didn't like well, they, crashing the Galactica or the Pegasus, by the way. Right. You know, the Pegasus, that was the coolest Battlestar I've ever seen. In, in both series, it was a pretty cool life. timeline. Yeah, that the Pegasus shows and up. They and they just throw them into the sun. Like, well, oh, we're just going to, now we're going to be primitive with sticks and stones. They were planting that seed for your goofy theory. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I just, you know, I want more ships. Come on, man. Come on, man. Someone, okay, the last thing I'll say. Someone somewhere out there took shots from the old Galactica and created new visual effects like they did for the Star Trek series. The, the, the new Star Trek. They did? The, the, the old classic Star Trek in syndication has new visual effects to yeah, make it kind of are, match. Which doesn't ruin it, by the way. I'll tell you what, man. If you take old Galactica and redo it with new effects, I would buy that DVD box set. I'd buy it. Um, Are you listening, I, Larson Productions? I wouldn't buy a uh, an episode of uh, Solo Dirk Benedict. I would not buy. I would not. No matter what you do to Galactic yes. 1980, I ain't, yeah. ain't going to buy that. Sorry, Dirk. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I mean, appreciate you, but you know. yeah. Anyway, I think that's all the time we have now. That's it. That's it. Thank you for listening to Nerd Like Me. Thank you. I guess I'm going to uh, just just thank a bunch of people. Yeah. I'm going to thank you. All right. I won't thank myself. I will thank our lovely, lovely producer, Ali Squafani, our captain, my captain, <laughs> our engineer, our commander, down in the trenches there, Moses Luan. Yep. 
I'm Vinny Doremus. I'm Michael Ostrom. Thanks for listening to Nerd Like Me. As we always say, <laughs> keep your feet on the Felker garbs and fracking the and, stars and, and uh, so say we all. Yeah, and uh, you know, as they as we always say, keep drinking the tang. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. You know, because tang is or, got or, astronauts. Yeah, in? yeah. Don't even make tang. Or don't or don't don't take the brown tang. Now you're mixing your yeah, LSD don't, don't metaphors. Don't take the brown tang, kids. <laughs>